0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tire Power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 91
1: It's time to cast off on a new adventure. This is Real Adventures with Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Hadgood. Hello and welcome to Real Adventures. Aaron Hapgood and Patrick Dangerfield taking you for a bit of a spin in the boat this morning. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Show. And Redmond, we've spent our last week sort of gallivanting around Cairns. We're actually uh, coming to Australia this morning from Cairns Coconut Resort, the place we've been staying at. Fair to say it's a fair bit warmer than uh, than Victoria's been the last week, mate. It's uh, amazing
0: to be in the heat because I was in Byron Bay and you were in Noosa yourself. Yes, that's true. But it got cold of a night. It was nearly jumper, jumper weather, but here it doesn't get
1: below. What do you reckon, 20, 22 of a night? Yeah, well, it's been 20 to 6 to 30 every day. Uh, we went out to Copper Load, uh Dam yep. earlier in the week, Chase Barrow. We're going to talk about that. Uh, a little later in the show. We're actually taking
0: over the All Aboard segment. We are. That's our, our segment for today. We're not giving it to anyone else. A bit of a report
1: on um, your first era of Just, and Oh boy, there's some big fish there. But Redmond, yes. um, let's get to... Canned itself, we've been fishing around sort of Green Isle. Obviously, it's fairly, you know, it's a decent distance offshore. Yep. But we've been fishing out of the North Bank 750 for the very first time, which has been great. Um, powered by a 350 Mercury Engine too. weapon of a boat. Absolutely it is. Um, we've had a little bit of challenge, though. Obviously, we've had wind to deal with. If, if you follow a bomb weather, that you you know, it's sort of been at 15 to 20 knots that we've been dealing with. But Redmond... Uh, Sharks. We normally love chasing them. Bruce. We've hated them up here. So Green Island, a magnificent
0: fishing destination. Um, probably oh, Red Emperor is a very well-sourced species here. And we've caught some cracking Red Emperors. We've had, we've had a great time. When we get them to the boat. When Bruce doesn't want to eat them before us. Because the Red Emperor are a magnificent eating fish. But the problem is, is these big, big sharks. And I'm not joking, Pat. You're pushing... What do you reckon? They're three hundred kilos, Some of them, some are bull sharks. You got yep. bro- uh, some sort of whalers. I'm not too familiar with the whalers. Exactly what they are, because they're actually taking the fish down deep, not actually up high, are they? They're no. they're quite down low.
1: Yeah, it's, once we sort of get it to within sort of visuals of the boat, we've been it's all over. <laughs> we, we've been pretty safe. We've got them into the boat. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. But if you let it linger too, we lost a beautiful Spanish mackerel. Christ, it was. Oh, I'm not sure. Well, I can Bruce say didn't. That. We can, might have to bleep that out. Um, <laughs> geez, it was a good fish. <laughs> then you said, geez, up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, this is how good this fish was. And bang, it, the whole thing was basically um, disembowed. Well, um, Also, during the week,
0: we got to fish Green Island, obviously, out of the North Bank, but you headed across did. there in um, a catamaran as well. we had the open glass bottom floor, which would have been amazing to see. I didn't get an invite to that one, actually. I stayed back at the cabin and had a relax. But how was that? Uh, that was wonderful.
1: It was great to do the the uh, glass bottom boat tour, and some of the GTS that you see at Great Island, and obviously you you don't fish right where the island is because it's protected, and there's a um, um, but, you know they feed them with pellets and everything. But holy hell, like these are massive, giant trevally, and they as soon as they they chuck the pellets in the water, the fish just launch at it. Like George. If, you, if you're into a family sort of getaway, George just absolutely went nuts when he's seen these fish just darting in and around the boat. Speaking of George, George is not scared of water. Let's put it
0: that way. During yeah. the week in the pool, he's, it was just, he's literally, and I was actually worried because in the pool, I noticed Marty was saying to him, you have to ask if you're ready for when he jumps in. Now, George is crazy and wants to jump in the water. He was literally trying to jump in,
1: to no, the fish. The, the kid's a nutcase. <laughs> Absolutely, not, like he doesn't understand, mate. If I wouldn't be from you, would it? If I'm not here, <laughs> if I'm not here, you'll actually drown. <laughs> but that being said, and we'll just skip around a little bit at the moment. But if you are going to take a family and travel around Australia, and we've met, a, we've actually met a few in the caravan yeah. park over our stay over the last, you know, sort of week, Redmond. Um, it's such an it's such a social environment for young kids because. Most of the, basically all the big fours that we've stayed at, the facilities there are so good that it's sort of a one-stop shop for kids. Like there's been the little trucks they can ride around the um, the, the different paths and then you've got the blow-up la- What are the blow-up? Uh, the blow-up, blow-up pillows, still sort of along those lines. Yeah, that are like 30, 30 metres pillows. long and 10 metres wide. <laughs> and then the the um You've got the outdoor cinema setup. as well, the outdoor cinema of a night. I was watching Billy Madison the other you night. Were?
0: No, it was, um, da- what was the daddy one? Big Daddy. Big Daddy, it wasn't Billy Bad. It yeah, was Big oh, Daddy. Adam Sandler, but it's um this park here. If that that you do... shows you where we're at. We've
1: <laughs> sort of lost track of everything at the moment because it's sort of full hole. This
0: park here mode. is massive, and I'm not joking. Pat's like, oh, come up to the north bank. I said, oh, where is it? He goes, head to the staby and head to the nearest fence. Go past the rec room, and there's like 10 rec rooms, so here I am at the other end of the park, and Pat's like, you should have gone here. I'm thinking, but no, beautiful place where we've stayed. Very lucky to stay to stay where we have stayed, but fishing GTs when we're, we were we out there. We managed to hook a few as well, but we, one we've, thing we've learned a bit about yep.
1: fishing up north. Thanks but, to our uh,
0: thanks to our good friend Kim as well. He gave us Kim, Anderson. Little, Kim Anderson who took us to um, Lake Coppolode but um, Lake Coppolo Dam, I always say lake, I get in trouble It's not lake, a lake, it's it's, it's, just it's a Dam. dam. Um, but um basically we'll take us through it he told you, he didn't tell me, he told you during the week to
1: so we could cast longer. Yeah we were talking about poppers and you see the uh, you see him on YouTube. You're the GT Buster, some of the fishing good shows. Of the show. Well, we love GT Buster, but GT Buster's got bigger arms than we <laughs> right. or more conditioned. Not bigger, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to fishing with poppers, you see the really large Big cupped yep. ones that create a huge amount of spray. Now that looks fantastic, and if you're gonna, if, you, if it's going to be one cast per fish, well, it's fine. Go ahead, but. Just how much energy it has taken us to, to actually use them. We used them for maybe fifteen hours. minutes. In the end hours, yeah, but fifteen minutes with the big the, cup, the big yep. cup, and then after that we changed to this, just a normal size popper. Basically, it didn't change any of the, you know, how aggressive the fish were. But geez, that was so much easier to cast. Basically, what he tried to say was because he, um, Kim, ran.
0: Charter boats outside of, or basically chasing GTS for his whole life, and he said yep. to me, "Pure uh, old customers that he used to take out. Sometimes he'd be out there with them, and they'd be all excited, and they would rock up with these massive, big cupped, um, big cupped uh, poppers, and they would cast them. They might get one fish, but then they might not get anything for thirty minutes. Then he spent more time. And you're time, fishing all day. You are fishing all day, and he spent more time on anchor waiting for the for his client to recover from <laughs> just not the fish, just popping. So. Yeah, that was a great little tip. But take us back home, Pat. The old Salt Guide crew. Um, so not myself, well, but Wayne and Craigo.
1: Snapper. We've been getting some great reports. Haven't we have it? been. We haven't been super jealous. That's safe to say because we've sort of been sitting in our uh, in our air conditioned lounges out here, then going out to the pool where it's thirty degrees, and then obviously getting up early to fish. It's been sort of blown out in the afternoons, which has been a bit of a bugger. But where we've had the opportunity, we've sort of we've made got the into most of it. it yeah. But there's been great. Catches of snapper, which you said, you know, sort of a couple of weeks ago, it's going to start to warm up, and we're starting to see that with yep. catch rates. It's still not, it's not flowing, but the catch rates should improve, Redmond. Yeah,
0: that's what you just said is um, spot on. Don't get too excited yet. And I've said this for a few weeks now. It's going to happen. Um, consistency is starting to to happen. Uh, the problem at the minute is. In, so yes, we, yes. In, back in Victoria, you've had your
1: your thirty plus degree days during the week. Mate, you're not a you're not a Queenslander. You don't have to say back in Victoria. In Victoria, all right. I'll take it back. In Victoria, are oh, you not I'm, moving I'm, back?
0: I'm, I'm Cairns now.
1: <laughs> in Victoria, Queensland. In Victoria, Queensland. where you
0: are right now, if you are there, you are. You've had some seriously warm wa- weather. God, we feel sorry for you at the moment. <laughs> had 30, they actually had it hotter than us during the week. It was 33 on Thursday. Well, we are Queenslanders. <laughs> Oh, wow. Those, <laughs> Don't ever those, call me a Queenslander again. Those Victorians, again. hey? <laughs> they, um, but basically, the temperature... Yes, it reached 33 and everyone gets excited. They're going, that's great. Water temp's going to come up. But the reason that it's not going to hold its temp, yes, the SST, the surface temp will, but the water down below will slowly creep up. What we need is consistency because over the weekend, or it end up dropping to 16, 15 degrees. That's only at its peak. So... What I'm trying to say is, there's no balance of temperature throughout the throughout a period of time to hold the water temperature. Now, Clifton Springs, that Croydon Bay area, consistency starting to happen. The first place to heat up, top end of Western Port, starting to heat up, and that water's starting to dribble out. I spoke to Gwayne. He said Hastings, that area, is starting to now see fish. Top of Fort, uh, Fort Port Phillip Bay is really starting to um. Show signs of life. They're marking yeah. fish up. Some people are getting bags. Some people aren't. There's more people not than that are. And I explained to you the other week on how to follow this. And I hate to say it. And you did Facebook. say it was
1: going to take time. It, it will. You know, you'd see, yep. you know, less good catches than more. And as the the next few weeks sort of develop, we'll start to see more catches than less, and yep. so on and so forth.
0: Exactly. And and how I explained it to you was, and I and a lot of people have Facebook these days. And I don't like to put this, but to make it as simple for you guys. Follow the charter boats online, real time charters, Matthew Hunt's fishing services, um, Sharkman charters, all those guys that are out of that carom to Melbourne region. Yep. The guys that are fishing every day, they're advertising for work. They need to post photos of fish. So when you start to see, in, it's not one bag. So it's not one bag of fish on a on a Wednesday afternoon. Like a consistent, it's consistent bags right. of fish. If yep. you want to know when to actually go out there and be super confident in getting a bag of fish, in saying that. You don't always have to get your bag. Um I know I'm I'm one that will always um sort of or well, not always, I will always try and take the fish if I can get my legal amount because there's people like I share fish with you, I like to share my fish. Um take what you need. If you're over that sort of I'm gonna say twelve ten meters they say, understand that barrow trauma can happen. So if you're starting to land fish in that sixteen to eighteen meters, they're not gonna release very well Pat there they they aren't going to release very well yep. at all. So be a bit mindful. Say, don't go the catch and release method. So if you and I are fishing, don't, we're not going to catch 10 fish. Let's catch our three each and move on to something else. So, yeah, basically be a bit smart on how we um, treat this fishery. But speaking of treating a fishery, there was um, one during the week, Pat. Now, yeah, you um, can read this out to me yeah. because I don't believe it. I'll... Let you out there be. I'm just going to read exactly straight off their social. Far away, media. billfish. It's called. Here's more information on game changer. So that's a boat. Um, the name of a boat. World's record day. It's not confirmed if if it is a world record or not, but it has to be. In 12 hours, <laughs> sunrise to
1: sunset, they released. Pause. 308 billfish. Pause for for dramatic effect. Yep. For the. Not true thing, or is it? No, it has, they wouldn't be saying it was not true. That is such a ridiculous well, they, amount of fish. They that released, you almost
0: believe it because it, it just couldn't. You be couldn't true. make that number up, could you? <laughs> they released three hundred and eight billfish, three hundred and four of which was striped marlin, one blue, four sailfish. Apparently, they had 166 fish by 11.30 a.m. The day before they arrived there in the afternoon, they had 81 striped marlin, three hours, so they knew what was coming, and they were ready for it. Huge congratulations to Captain Ben and crew. Absolutely next level. Special thank to blah, 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 blah. I just um,
1: can't... I, I, I get what you're saying. I just don't think there's enough minutes in the, you know, sunrise to sunset to be able to do that. 308
0: marlin. Now... I've had days of but you know when 10 pe- plus.
1: Yeah, and, and you feel like you're on the whole time. The, the whole sale time. thing with, with sales up in Groot. The thing is, like, they're not obviously far better for the fish if you don't bring it on board. Are they just getting it, all right, grabbing the leader, that's classified as a catch, and then breaking it off next one? like I just oh, It is, I just, it is. That's exactly what's happening,
0: there's no doubt. But, I don't know, like... I can't even explain to you how it's happening. I can't see how they're catching them. Like, as in, I just got no idea. I don't. I've never done that before. I've never even got probably more than twenty fish in a day. So, well um, done. I just want to throw one more thing before we wrap it up. Yep. I'm not sure if you've seen this week. Now I know
1: you're a bit angry about this because I sent the photo of you. No, um, we're going to hold this for the gaff later on. Are you going to gaff it? I'm gaffing this later on. This is as big a fish or shark a big Bruce as you'll ever see and we're holding it for the flying gaff later in the show okay I won't read it out then we've got a massive show of real adventures coming up you can find us on facebook facebook.com forward slash real adventure show plenty of real adventures coming up after the break
0: you're listening to real adventures for Club Marine insure your
1: boat or jet ski with Club Marine call or search Club Marine to find out more ask for a PDS to see if this insurance is right for you Welcome back to Real Adventures. It's time for All Aboard for Dometic. Whether you're on the road or out at sea, Dometic has you covered. There is no special guest this morning because there's been a pretty special uh, occurrence that has happened this week. Redmond, you have ticked off one of your bucket list fish, barramundi, which is one of, you know, It's a if you think of Australian fishing, it's it's basically on the national emblem. Pretty much, and you know what the best part about this whole fish was? I smashed you. It was a really bad day for me. <laughs> I actually you... didn't want to talk about it on radio today. I was going to see if we could get oh, through No, I've got to. If we could get through this segment without actually having to bring up the fact that <laughs> I just isn't stretch the neck out here while I talk about this. You're the worst caster of a bait caster. No, I was it. for the first 30 minutes. It and... still didn't stop you catching fish. It, it... K- it kills me to say that.
0: Now, before we talk about the. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about the dam itself before we talk about the fishing.
1: Well, we have forgotten a bit about it. Let's the... talk about
0: this. The intro, the destination. <laughs> so it's called Lake Morris. That's actually the name. Did you know that? I did. It's uh, So Copper Lode Dam is, I'm going to call it the fishing name. Do you agree? Yes. <laughs> fishing name. Uh, basically, it's just out of cans. What it take us between the, about 20-odd minutes to get to the start of the road, and then probably just shy, and then it's another 25 up the, the, the mountain or into the rainforest, I guess you. But yeah. the problem with that, though, is this place is uh, remote. So you aren't allowed to head to this area and fish without... Our special
1: guest that we had, or our guide for the day, um, Kim Anderson. So Kim's got the has reserved the rights for fishing Copland Falls and Copland Dam. Yep. Basically, because the the water body itself is the water reservoir um, that services the Cairns region. So is obviously going to be really careful with how you um, you look after it when we fish with Kim, and um, you can get all of Kim's details on
0: Facebook Redmond yep coppolo.com.au, and he's got oh he got Facebook too and also on the uh, website and he tells you everything so Kim's got
1: two electric boats set up they've got stand up paddle literally electric boats literally electric boats <laughs> stand up paddle boards uh, as well as kayaks but they're they're set up so um, minimal sort of impact on the on the reservoir which makes sense um, but we met up with Kim and your second cast, this is not even a joke, fishing with soft plastics, we thought we were in for one of the all-time great days. And I won't lie to you, I, uh, I've never used bait casters really before. Or maybe when I was a kid, I might have got one from Kmart when I was about three. And you're the worst caster I've ever no, seen. I was for 30
0: minutes, but within that 30 minutes, I got two fish. I am, I... <laughs> How'd you go?
1: I had the... Kim screwed me because he gave me the wrong lure. Now we're hearing it you all. You had the silvery thing on the on the, on the green. I don't care what six. I had.
0: You had five, six hours to change it if you want. That was just... <sighs> it's, it's, let's, let's talk it through. So Kim basically said to us, we're going to take you to this uh, bank um, just to, so you boys get your cast right. So just want to have a couple. Of, I don't want to waste them on the good spots. Have a go on this little corner here and you'll... Um, yeah, there's a chance for a fish. First cast, pretty much a bird's nest on my reel. Second cast... Bang! You've gone over the, next to me. You've bought yours in, and I've literally hooked this beautiful chrome fish. And I was like, "Is this real or what?" I didn't know what to do. And because we were filming a fair bit for Real Adventures and the um, and the new show, uh, traveling around with uh, Pat Dangerfield, it's um, it's not called cool, that, <laughs> but go <laughs> on, <laughs> did you like that? It's not in. but I um. I, um, like a... I didn't know where the camera was. I was like, "What's going? what do I do? And then I was so stoked when I caught it. And I haven't been that excited to catch a fish. And we're just using... It would have been a probably a seven-inch... Uh, I actually don't know. I've never seen that version of plastic before, to tell you the truth. Did you know what it was called off the top of your head? I've never seen it. It was like a, a ribbed type of plastic. Careful, <laughs> careful here. <laughs> With a paddle tail on the end of it. Like- but then we're
1: using weedless... Um, style jig head. It was ribbed for the barra's pleasure. <laughs> for my pleasure after I landed it. Cause I it was... was so disappointed. I can't... I was very happy that you caught one. I'm just dis- disappointed I didn't catch one in the time they were there. But... I didn't catch one. That being said, no, you caught three. I caught three, Drop three. How many bites did you get? Once again, I had the grey lure on. <laughs> and I reckon I, I saw one come up to my... <laughs> you saw I one. can't... Kim... I reckon Kim's been taking the piss out of me. <laughs> He's like, you know what, bugger, bugger Patrick. Let's just We're say that s- Kim made the most money he's made in a long
0: time off me that trip because I might have tripped him another.
1: <laughs> <She got laughs> one of the great places though, let's be honest. So, so
0: basically it's a it's a stocked, um, stocked dam. Yep. uh 30,000
1: uh, plus burramundi in it. Yep, so Kim stocked this about four years ago. So yep. every year the growth rates in this reservoir are off the scale so sort of redmond over the next 12 months we're going to start to see like some some meter fish basically most around that 70 centimeter mark now Um, but it's an incredible fishery the great part about it is just its close proximity to Cairns.
0: well that's how he explained it
1: yep and that was the thing that was really appealing to us because we only had a short amount of time so you can go and, and you can um you can hire kim and and he'll take you out. But just yeah. remember
0: you've got to hire Kim. You can't just go up there. So no to, exactly to, right. To give him a call. It's 0408
1: 187 291 if you do want to make a booking and if you are heading up there. Um And we'll make this very clear. If you think you can just walk into this uh this reservoir, good luck. Alright, in
0: Pat's words, <laughs> as I'm in the car, we're really excited having a joke. Dad was getting uh, John Boy was getting stuck into me, oh you're gonna catch a barrier, oh you can't even catch one in the stock dam.
1: How'd you go? I didn't catch one. But what was your point?
0: The fact that you got stuck into me and said, if you can't catch one today, you're not going to catch
1: one at all. I can't remember saying <laughs> that. I was more referencing the fact that you can't walk into this place.
0: Oh, okay. Is that what you meant? You can't actually... You've got to drive him with Kim.
1: Like, do you ever listen to what oh, I say? Oh,
0: yeah. No, I, the one time you've
1: actually destroyed this segment. The this one is time, the
0: first... The one time I think I'm actually right...
1: Is the time that you weren't even <laughs> listening to what I was talking about? See, you couldn't actually walk in there or park a car from Cairns because the terrain is so steep. But you went off on a tangent. Okay. You
0: Someone's t- a bit upset about three to three to nine. Well, maybe I am, but you've <laughs> destroyed you've destroyed this. Wrap it up.
1: Let's get going. <laughs> we need to we need to straighten this up. Anyway, if you would like more info <laughs> on Coppolo Dam and fishing here with Kim Anderson, it's all on our Facebook page. Or, as Aaron said, um, 0408 187 Now, the beauty of this is um, it is a stocked fishery. If you're travelling with anyone other than me, you you're <laughs> guaranteed of really good success. There's paddle boarding. Um, you know, there's great activities for the family, so it's a really good family activity to do. Yep. And in terms of the scenery, it's about as good as it gets. Like, it is just beautiful up there. And there's no crocs, Aaron, because we're so high. We're about 400. Well, you did ask that question. He, yeah, fair answer. Can't, crocs can't climb all three waterfalls. All right. That segment was a <laughs> complete disaster, so it's time to have have your your fishing trip. Cut, <laughs> that was all aboard. Thanks to Dometic. Keep food and drinks chilled with a Dometic CIB26 insulated. Cooler bag, please straighten us up because that was absolutely terrible. I thought it was great, but anyway, it is now
0: time for Red's review, and it's going to be a little bit of a shared review, but you're going to take it away at the start, Pat. What are we talking about today?
1: Uh, reviewing Shimano's Corrado DC 150 bait caster. So, you I asked you during the week, can yep. you purchase this, bring it up because I need to update the bait caster? You got yourself one as well. Um, you haven't fished a huge amount with bait casters, none at all in terms of accuracy and just how important accuracy is when it comes to um, fishing for for barra. It's a really important part of it. I'll let you review that product. I'm going to talk about
0: a little bit about versing spin gear. um, Baitcaster to spin. Fire away. So, I was a I didn't take a spin rod because I know that the baitcaster is what you. It, it's just what you do. It's just common sense. It's what you do when you when you want to pinpoint accuracy casting all that sort of stuff. So I was a bit hesitant because I haven't used them a lot, bait, very small amounts. But it took me probably an hour and a half to get
1: used to it. Really across yeah. It. yeah.
0: Um, in the, I'm going to do the tip next on how how I cast, but um, like how to cast. But basically, it's really important because you can control your uh, plastic or hard body onto, into where you want it to be by using your thumb, but also the accuracy of having the reel close to your body to pinpoint the landing
1: of your plastic or hard body once again. Which I just don't think... You just don't get the same accuracy from a spinning reel. But you I just think, don't. I, I think that's because with a spinning reel, even though, for example, um,
0: when I when I light fish like we would have been today, I would have been uh, casting right hand, whining left. That's how I would have been doing it. The accuracy with my right, whining left. But... You still don't have the control on where your lure is going to land with spin gear. You're trying to grab your line with your left hand. Well, your yep. bait caster it's all in your hand. You can all do it with your thumb. And you could it's to the millimetre, basically, where you're going to cast after you learn how to do it. But the spin gear, you're constantly trying to backtrack the whole time. You're trying to grab your spool. You're trying to do whatever, slow it down. And to be honest with you, if you try and grab it on spin gear, I'll nearly guarantee you that as you touch your spool or your line, that you're automatically going to stop that line from moving, and and it's get the line itself will naturally hit its its furthest point and bounce back towards you, and won't land where you want it to be. Yeah. With a baitcaster, you can just tell. I don't know. You can just sort of like kicking a footy pat. You can tell how far you're kicking it. Yeah. Bait caster, Same scenario is you can control how cast uh, how far you're casting by um thumbing the spool. But basically,
1: you use the. Uh, the Shimano, Shimano how you, what was the real call, Pat? Shimano Corrado. Corrado? So it's the CD. So they, you know, the RRP, it's up there. So it's in the four hundred dollars sort of range. So it is, it is really top spec, as with most Shimano um, gear. It's a ten year warranty. It's got that DC technology. It's saltwater ready. So there's the shielded anti-rust bearings, cross carbon drag. It's got a high cast rating and a high crank power rating. So these are built. To go and go yep. and go, and that's what you expect from a you know a four hundred and forty dollar reel. So there's no hiding that you know seven ball bearings. Um, it is designed as the top end of bait casters. Um, if you're really interested in your in your fishing and you're going to do a lot in this space, I think it's worth purchasing. Um, as we said before, it's not for everyone, but if you want something that's extremely a- uh, accurate, then bait casters the go. And if you want the Curl mo. The Corrado for mine, the DC, is as good as it gets.
0: The one thing that I noticed, difference between yourself and um, myself with the reels, was the computer that's in that reel, and yes, I said computer, there's a computer in that reel that controls the line. So what I'm trying to say is, it basically does the hard work for you. So it controls the speed of the line that's coming out, and you won't have the bird's nest and so on throughout um, throughout your day. So well worth it. Um, For me, I'll probably probably stay away from it just because of the price. I'd probably rather put that into maybe a Saragosa or something along the lines uh, for my gummy sharks or tuna even, just because I do it all the time. But if you are going to chase your barra and going to use something that requires a baitcaster, after watching you today, I'd be um, definitely looking at that. You're listening to Real Adventures with Patrick Dangerfield and Aaron Hadgood.
1: Welcome back to Real Adventures. It's time for the Social Club. And if you want to get involved in the conversation, make sure you send us a question to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Real Adventure Show to join in the conversation. First up, Redmond, I have for you from Steve. What rods are you taking Ooh. to Cairns? And what fish are you chasing? Now, this is off the back of our discussion on last week's show around the prep for Cairns. Um, we spoke a fair bit about... The fish we were targeting, obviously GT, Spanish mackerel, Red Emperor, caught plenty of coral trout and we had the little window earlier in the week. Um, the rods that you brought up, because you're far more sort of equipped to answer this question than I, i just ask for ones that would be really good. I just need to ask you for uh, how much time we've got for this segment because I feel fit-
0: Not too long because I get <laughs> bored if you talk too long. I fitted rods. about 69 rods in my rod tube on the aeroplane. I had to actually shrink, I had to get down like... Push all the rods down when I
1: got to the airport because they can't be over 2.3 meters. So that was a bit of a pain. <laughs> you were rather <laughs> excited. I haven't seen so much gear in cabins To in be my honest, life.
0: to be, to tell you the honest truth, I probably haven't been this excited for fishing. Now I've caught marlin, um, Bluefin tuna in the past twelve months, like awesome fish. But this is different for me. Um, I've it's never a done, real adventure. It, it, it really is real adventure. And that's <laughs> without the part. <pun, laughs> I didn't even mean that. It was um, no. It was and the thing was though. And we're gonna. We, I can see a question in front of you there. We'll talk a little bit more about approaching the area. But coming somewhere new, talking to the right people was really important. But um, basically, we were. We'll cover copper load um, very shortly. But the uh, the cruiser. But the Samurai Cruiser was the rod that I used um, for the Barramundi in the 16 to 25 pound range. The Osprey, now I got your beautiful um, Osprey jigging overhead jigging rod. Yeah. And that was, um, basically you caught everything on that, didn't you? You could stop everything on it. That was the 20 to 40.
1: And it feels weird because it's, it's quite a light rod. It's not like a, a massive no. chunk of... Of carbon fiber, no. like it, it, it's surprisingly how it's surprising how strong the rods are now. Yet they're still quite minimalist in their size.
0: Well, and then we jumped into um, a little bit of light jigging as well, and we just used the extractor light jigging. Um, I think it was the forty, which is the forty gram, which is um, beautiful rod with the light micro jigs which we were using. And then the GTs uh, the popper was the um, uh, the pop X o8 was the big long popping rod we were using yep. and then the um, it was the the samurai extractor when we went onto that wreck and we'll dropped those live baits in for those GTs that was the hun uh, it was the 80 to a hundred pound extractor and that's some serious gear uh, we had a twenty thousand stellar on that and we still struggled we lost more than we caught
1: yeah um, and we learned a bit about um, when we were talking to Kim around fishing for Barra and we'd bought I would bought a travel rod up, so three yeah. piece travel rod. Um, it was about a five foot six, I reckon. Yeah, mine was five nine. Yours was five. And, oh, well, I reckon mine was the same. It was very similar. Yeah. And then he was talking about if you want to actually really get the most out of your casting, and, oh, and the hook up and fighting the fish. Yeah, it's actually better to have a longer rod, which I hadn't hadn't realised. So that was sort of a bit of info you sort of learn on the fly. Given we don't do no exactly. you know, much power fishing at all, Hazel
0: would shut down now. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> but yeah, you spot on. What he said was like this is like this is why it's important to ring these guys if you want to take your own gear before you go there um to ring you guys and then, ring the guys you're heading with and like I've, i it would have been a simple question what rod do you want me to bring and he would have said straight up it would have been a 7 foot and all it was was to do with the rod tip getting that tip with your cast as well obviously the whip but the hook up was really important to get um your hook up your rod down low so mm. the barra couldn't jump but what I noticed was when I pulled the hook, because it's counterintuitive kind of
1: to the way that you'd fish for trout and the way fish yeah, for gonna, trout, and the, even white, like you, it's you do not, up. yeah, you you do not strike.
0: Well, I got myself with the shorter rod. With these, the the cruisers come in a bigger rod too. But I got myself caught out in a couple of spots where I sort of went to strike, but didn't because it wasn't holding on. But then I was in no man's land, where if you had that extra tip, you could then use that to penetrate the hooks in. Yes. So that was where I got a little bit lost. But anyway, next question. I think it was uh,
1: Andrew. Are you visiting a croc... Was it a croc farm? It is a croc croc farm. Farm? Well, yes. Yes, we did, actually. This is before you actually got up, Redmond.
0: I missed this one. Like I missed out on the island, but that's all right. (laughs) You
1: You still fished it. Um, (laughs) We went to Hartley's Crocodile Adventures. So it's about uh, 40, 45 minutes north of Perth. And I actually went to to this place... um, When I was 11, so in 2001, 2002, when it had first opened. A long time ago. There's something, Hartley's is amazing because it's actually, they built it themselves, so they designed this um, this swamp to have um, tours through it with boats that they've designed. um, So it's actually a swamp,
0: it's not a pen, it's a swamp.
1: Yeah, it's 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 like an open range zoo. It's like Werribee Zoo, but for crocodiles, and it is absolutely sensational. We we got to go out and feed the crocs um, from a from a safety pen. But I tell you what, these things they are so aggressive. Like they, you get into one of the pens. I forget the name of the croc, Um, but as soon as you went in there, it was it was watching you. It moved like it was the most aggressive thing I've ever seen. No wonder, you know, if those things have a crack at you in. Real life uh, You're gone You got no you're chance absolutely if, And cooked. you know
0: what You knew he was there But 90% of the time In the wild you, They know you're there But you don't know They're there So
1: Yeah And, <laughs> and they did that on the, on the boat cruise When we're going through The, the lagoon um, they, they went out And I think Bruce Was the biggest croc They had in there In the open range part That's sort of Four metres long So the dangling that chook out in front of it It's coming up man And then all of a sudden From the other direction um, This other female croc Scared the living Bejeebus out of everyone because didn't no one had there. seen it, didn't realize it was there, and then it, it had um, it had a crack at the uh, the chalk. So it's one of those things that's like it's it's prehistoric going to those croc parks. They're wonderful to do with with family.
0: Well, I was at the Australia Zoo only a week uh, up, and we were up in um, Surfers uh, after Byron, and um, we went there and they did a croc show for us. And um, they call this—I well, can't remember his name—but it was the best tailing dancing croc they've ever had. And yeah. how far? It would be in its position to where, how high it got. Now, this thing was, the tail was all that was in the water. And oh, they, like, it's so powerful. And they're in deep water. Like, it's not using yep. the bottom to push. Their tail, like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it was incredible, I thought. All
1: right. if, you, if you've got a family and you're interested in that sort of thing, it's, well, even if you're not, I tell you what, your kids will love it. It's well worth the adventure. Uh, wrapping up the social club, Pete, how did you find out information about fishing these remote locations? Good question. Um, how do you? Sorry. So how do was... you?
0: Um, we were a little bit fortunate enough to have a few contacts in the industry, and that's probably, to be honest, the, the best thing to have. Um, Paul Worsling is a very good friend of yourself and mine, and he uh, he was actually up here filming some episodes for iFish only
1: a week before we got here. So that's massive. That there's yep. huge for us, Pat.
0: But if, but you, if you don't have, if you those, don't sort have of contacts, those yep,
1: you know the most important thing is obviously if you're going to stay in any, I think, if you're going to stay in any location for a decent amount of time, and you're interested in really gung ho in your fishing. If you can afford to go out on a charter, it's worth it. Do one or two, yeah. At, at the very least, go and talk to the local. Tackle. This is
0: where I was going to cover yep. the tackle stories. Is um, there's such good tackle stores around now? To like that, that most of the guys that uh, work in the tackle stores are guys that fish. They might not give you all their secrets, but you you can work if they give you a starting point. You'll work out the balance from there. Um, so all you basically need is the gear from them, point you in the right direction, and you adjust to the what you need. So whether it's on the day if the the queens are up on the surface, your top um surface, uh, top Lewis casting, or yep. if you're dropping um, baits down. Now I know for us the Red Emperor were great on the baits for us, nice big chunks of bait. So that was just purely speaking to um, to Kim, who was uh, from Copperload. So it's just the difference of talking to different people and also, like you said, if you can spend a, a couple of dollars a charter boat you're going to pick up their techniques. You're going to pinch a couple of areas. I know it's a bit dodgy. and I don't like people doing it to me, but it's simple. It's how it works, and that's going to catch yourself
1: um, some more fish. Beautiful work, Redmond. If you're interested in joining in the conversation, then make sure you send in questions to our Real Adventures Facebook page. And now it's time to discuss dream boating destinations. Thanks to Club Marine. Ensure your boat or jet ski with Club Marine. Call or search Club Marine to find out more. Ask for pds to see if this insurance is right for you our destination in focus this morning is south mission beach having spent or about to spend a few days there and i've been there before it's one of my most enjoyable destinations to stay at certainly as a young fellow and then um having been there a few years back fishing for for gts it's just incredible um Obviously, one of the major attractions of South Mission Beach is Dunk Island. Unfortunately, a few years back, um, you know, weather played a huge part in, in destroying a lot of these sort of remote, well, not necessarily remote, but these tourist destinations in far north Queensland and South Mission Beach has been affected by that because Dunk Island still isn't repaired yet, Redmond. But in terms of South Mission Beach itself and... Just how diverse the fishing is—it's quite extraordinary, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, I can't wait. I've only—we've uh, only just arrived. Well, we haven't arrived yet. We're about to arrive, but we've done some research online, more for the fishing side for me. Not so much the um, the destination itself, because I'm like, ah, oh, just another caravan park. But the fishing—you've pumped it up. Well, what are we two days off fishing it now? So once we get there. Launching the boat, um, you said it's just as beautiful as cans, if not better. To be honest with you, so yeah,
1: we've got we've got great offshore fishing. Obviously, GTs. you reckon
0: I'm going to get a barrer off the uh, off the beach? You reckon? <laughs> I don't think we'll get um, <laughs>
1: potentially, but GTS is obviously what it's it's really popular for. There's yep. a few wrecks, um, you know, about 18, 19 clicks offshore that are really, really popular. The whole river is obviously a big one. It hasn't been fishing very well for barrer recent times. It's, do you do you think that's because it's um Touched up a bit
0: I by think people?
1: It's so it's so easy to access. That's, okay, yeah. There's no doubt. That's so it's a, not a weather thing you're trying to say. It's more just people. I think it's just the access. Yeah. Um, queenfish, obviously, the top water species. Spanish max, certainly around Dunk. You'll get spotted max as well around Dunk Island. We'll trawl around there, and that'll go really well, I think. One thing that I've found with a bit of research, and after
0: the reason I put the research into it was after talking to Kim, but the wind is much more pleasant... Through that area, and oh, it is up north, the Cairns, where Cairns. we've been.
1: Yep, um, and it's only an hour, it's an hour and a half difference. So, yep. you know, if you're looking at it as a travel destination, Mission Beach is about an hour and a half from the airport. But you're spot on. It is it is far. And it's
0: not it's not protected by any more. Especially we've had south It's not any more protected. It just doesn't run through there. I guess it's not the runway. I guess so. Yeah, exactly. I thought I thought that was um well hence why we're moving down there a couple of days
1: early is because of um. Yeah, the weather. Yep, it's played a bit of a part in that. So South Mission Beach, if you're interested in visiting South Mission Beach, missionbeachholidays.com.au is a great website to sort of get a bit of an idea around different places to stay around there. There's great caravan parks. There's also a really good resort. Club Marine is Australia's leading provider of insurance for boats and jet skis. And now you can win the dream with Club Marine. Club Marine members have the chance to win a share of over $260,000 in prizes, including a Ram 1500 Laramie pickup truck and a North Bank 600C boat and trailer package. Call or search Club Marine to find out more. Eligibility criteria, terms and conditions apply. Call for a PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. New South Wales permit number LTPS 19 33208. You're listening to Real
0: Adventures for Club Marine. Insure your boat or jet ski with Club Marine. Call or search
1: Club Marine to find out more. Ask for a PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. It's time for Red's tip for New Age Caravans. Spring into summer sale now on. Red, we spent plenty of time uh, at load and we've been fishing through the mangroves in and around Cairns as well using bait casters. Um, it's the first time... You've used them. Yep. You're a lot more efficient than me, it's safe to say when it comes to barrow fishing. But you
0: <laughs> learn a bit, haven't you? No, it's all in good fun, it's all a joke, but I do catch more fish than you. But no, it's um that something it? that I learned and it was to help it was from help from yourself, was basically have some go when you want to cast it. Now what I mean by that is I was so paranoid about um overspooling my reel Bird's nest. Birds nesting yep. and causing havoc. Um and so what I was doing was when I round housed it, I was fine. If as soon as I went around the arms, it was no worries. Even the left, it was fine. It was more when I was trying to get a direct but the problem with the round house is trying to get it in that one spot when you're not confident with the whip. It's not going straight, where you're straight overarm cast, you can pinpoint nearly your cast. Yep. Um I know you do like your round arm, but this is how I sort of found it. But what you said to me was, give it a go. Actually have a go. And like, what do you mean? You're like, actually cast the cast really the bloody thing. Yep. Yeah. So I was sort of looping it in the air. Um, rather than casting with my wrist and letting it um letting it letting it glide through the air and land where you want it to land. So
1: And that it, speaks back to our review around the Corrado and why. The reel itself, It's yep. such a good reel because you really can back it. Like it is designed to cast to calculate, and to let rip.
0: Yeah, and yep. to calculate your mistakes as well if you were to um over, uh, over spool your reel. Yep. Uh, sorry, over spin your reel bird's yep. nesting set for example. So basically what I was doing was I was just trying to get a nice big a, a nice firm cast rather than a loopy cast because as soon as a loop goes up, you've got slack air when it, a slack line when it falls through the air yep. and that's where it causes the havoc in your in your reel. Yep. And it was to tell you the honest truth it probably took me I said half an hour to start of the show. It probably took me an hour and a half to get the confidence to Pinpoint a tree and go. Not get. I was actually trying to stay out of your way and also Kim's way. I was actually trying to stay a little bit away because you guys were hitting your targets a bit better than me. Once I got the confidence, it was more about just having a go. I actually caught more fish the other way than I did this way. But it was about getting the confidence to put it right next to that tree and yep. just go for it rather than <laughs> scooping it in.
1: And the other thing is, if you've if you feel like you've gone too far, well, the easiest thing to do is put your thumb on the drag to slow it down, and then you know that'll balance up where you've hit the. Um, you know, where you've casted the the lure. That was Reg's tip for New Age Caravans, spring into summer sale. Now on, visit your local dealership for more details. It is now time for the Flying Gaff, Patrick,
0: and I nearly gave it away at the start of the show because I didn't realise that it upset you this much, but uh, take it
1: away. Yes, well, you are really impressed with this guy, but I'm far from it. The Flying Gaff this week goes to Ben O'Donnell who took Real Screamer off Jervis Bay. Real Screamer is a charter boat, Redmond, Is it? Yep. Well, I'm assuming it's it a is. a boat, yep. have seen it off the... This is on our Facebook page, and you yep. can uh, tag us or um, you know promote your questions and send in your questions f- for us to answer um, on our social... Um, Media pages. Absolutely. Facebook.com forward slash realadventureshow. But Ben caught himself a 412-kilo... Uh, Mako shark decided to keep it. Apparently, it's the new JBGFC record. I'm far from impressed. I don't think this is impressive at all. I think a a Mako as beautiful as this should have been left to be uh, swimming free. I don't think you can eat a fish that big. Uh, is going to have far too high amounts of mercury. You argue that you can put it in the freezer? Well, we're over time, so I'm not going to argue, because so I'll just get stuck We well, you in can't, well. because good luck buying a freezer that's going <laughs> to fit a 412-kilo blue shark. So Ben has the flying gaff for this week. Why don't we just let it go and enjoy it so you can catch it again another time? Because it's about to die, because it's been living for 612 years. All right, that's the flying gaff. <laughs> it's time to wrap this up. This has been Real Adventures. We're off to Mission, Mission Beach. Beach. We're going fishing.